Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's another episode of Off the Line Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 67. Special episode. We 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 talking draft props, anything NFL draft to get ready for this NFL draft that's coming up tonight. Uh, you know, we got the people with me. We got Ike. And then, of course, we got the Jay Rich, one half of the Wake Up Morning Show. You know, we had to put him on. He's one of the resident D, uh, DJ embedders and, uh, with the DD. And then we had to bring the other resident DD. DJ, our boy Brandon, Mr. Do Everything Behind the Scenes for Destination Debbie, period. He's the one that blasts the newsletters every Friday for you and anything you see tweeted is probably him. I appreciate y'all hopping on. How are y'all doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. Glad to be back. Glad to be. I think the last time I was on with you guys, we did the Super Bowl Brett show, right? Was it the right. last time I was on? Mm-hmm. We made some people some money yep. back then. So I think we can do the same today. You brought Brandon, you know, a resident DJ. He does all kinds of crazy stuff. Turkish soccer, Brazilian, perhaps CDA in Brazil. Did I say that right? I don't know. Yeah. Brandon, yeah. how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, actually. I just hit up Brazilian Syria at the death. So I'm pretty good right now. So yeah. I'm doing all right. Now, I think this actually is the first time I'm jumping on with you guys. Now that I think about it, I think, I think, I think it think, is. I it think is. it is. It is the first time. Yes. Oh, it's always, it's always good. You know, we always talk, you know, within the Discord. Oh, patreon.com forward slash all gas but it's nice to actually plug. chop it up plug. there is there's the plug right <laughs> yeah. there Ray <There> <laughs> taught him well i yeah, yeah he did i w- what's going on man man uh glad glad to be back after a week off uh ready to dive into these bets man and make some hopefully make some people some more money yeah let's do it all right so before we talk about you know the nfl draft of course we it'd be remiss for us to not talk about aaron Rodgers getting to the jets finally I know, oh, I know me, I, we've been talking in nauseam how we're just over it. Just get this shit over with and done with. They finally did it. I didn't think it was going to happen before the draft because we ain't heard nothing. And all of a sudden you're just like, oh, yeah, we got traction. And then two minutes later, it happened. So like literally that's how it happened. Two minutes later. I know. Exactly. It's like they've just been sitting on it, you know, just getting the people going and finally just, you know, hit the airways. Let's let's get this out the way before the NFL draft. So we have some attention. So Jay Rich. Let me first let me pass it to you. You got any thoughts about this move and you know potential in terms of the you know the fantasy players that might be affected by it? I mean, for me, thank God it's over. That's gotta be step one. It's over. How much did it cost? That's it. Okay, cool. Move on with their life. The prices of all these players was already baked in. We knew it would be Jordan Love. We knew it would be Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. So I think in a lot of cases, value kind of stays the same. It's funny because I don't know if you guys have seen it, you know, on Twitter or in the Discord, people saying, Oh, I'm trying to trade for Garrett Wilson, trying to trade for Breeze Hall. It's like, why haven't you been doing that for months? We've known this was coming. But for you guys, um, I mean, I don't feel much differently. I'm assuming you guys don't either. Ike, how do you feel about it? I, I don't I don't feel any differently either. Um, one thing I will note though is that Green um the Jets, they still need receivers, right? They don't have uh, a viable receiving core outside of Garrett Wilson. Yes, I did shade Alan Lazard. Yes, I did shade McCall Hardman. <laughs> I mean, that receiving core is not going to cut it. He'll put up probably draft the draft the guy. Um, you know, this weekend, hopefully day one, day two, more more than likely day two. But they still need another 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 dude um, outside of Garrett Wilson. All right, Brandon, what do you think about in terms of fantasy outlook for Green Bay with this 
with this move? What do you what was your outlook on on that side? I think they're gonna be fine. I think a lot of people, you know, we haven't seen a lot of Jordan Love. I mean, he was a first round pick. So they did see something in him. Uh, it's taken a little bit longer to develop, but that kind of seems to be the Green Bay way, right? Like they don't just throw a rookie quarterback in there. It's you know, Aaron Rodgers had to sit, Jordan Love has to sit. Um, I feel comfortable with him in the offense. Um, it wasn't exactly like Aaron Rodgers was lighting it up the last two years. I know a lot of people, you know, are thinking about, you know, Aaron Rodgers of old, but his numbers were pretty pedestrian. He wasn't exactly something that was, you know, spectacular that like all oh, this all world quarterback is going to the Jets and they're going to have this huge hole. Like I think Jordan Love can be a, a viable quarterback too on many fantasy rosters. And another real quick, just another note on Jordan Love. Like it, it's amazing because I think. I think the next over the next couple of months they have to pick up his fifth year option, and so mm-hmm. yes, he's only thrown I think eighty six passes in his career, and he's going to make like twenty plus million dollars. That's insane. It's great, it's a great gig, right? Yeah, it's a great gig. gig. Great plus gig. that first round paycheck. Can't first round that. paycheck, man. <laughs> you know, you, you, you get you get the waffling of Aaron Rodgers, and you know for for about three years, and now you you get you get a nice little payday. You ain't, you haven't done anything. And Less people said Aaron Rodgers never wrong. done something for him. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I kind of disagree now. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's true. he indirectly got that man paid, man. Yeah. You make sure. All right, quick question. Yeah, he does. All right, quick question before we move on to our second point before we talk about the draft show. How many rounds or spots do you think Jordan Love will move up with this movie? Right now in startups, he's going 8 1. We've seen A Rod going 9 2. So, you know, Jordan Love is QB 21, Aaron Rodgers QB 22. How high. How much more spots do you think Jordan Love is going to go, Jay Rich? I say he probably falls because I, I think that Aaron Rodgers probably passes him or comes close to it. And that's kind of the bet I'd be making. But, you know, the news, like I said, the news doesn't really make it official for him. It's more so for Garrett Wilson, for Brees Hall, yeah. and for Rodgers, right? Kind of regaining some of that value back for him as well. Yep. Brandon? Yeah, I don't think there's much room to move. I mean, maybe it's a half round either way. I, I think it's already, like Jared said, it's already baked in. We already knew this was coming. It was already inevitable. Now it's finally happened. There might be a little bit of, you know, up and down for, for a little bit here. Maybe, you know, with JSN, there's a little bit of a slight bump, but then it kind of just sifts back down. I don't think there's too much movement. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not not much movement. I don't think it's going to really change too much. It'll just be the it'll just be with the skill guys, you know, Wilson and, and Brees Hall. Um, I I will note though, uh, in in a lot of the underdog drafts that we were doing several weeks ago, when a lot of this was kind of already baked in, we were seeing Aaron Rodgers go before Jordan Love, especially in, especially in the uh, the the big board superflex. I saw a lot of a lot of instances where Aaron Rodgers went before Jordan Love, and I would imagine that would remain you know remain the same once you know underdog releases another contest after the after the um after the nfl draft so i think i mean it it doesn't really i don't really think it really changes much i i definitely agree with that all right second point i want to talk about bryce young's you know we've seen his odds you know what the end of last week just automatic getting to be number one pick i think we've seen past minus 2000 now as of what 12 hours we're seeing the will levis no news and Reddit and you no know, comparing it to the Wall Street bets with GameStop. GameStop. So, so now, now depend yeah, <laughs> stonks. So depending on where you're looking at, you're seeing you no know, Bryce Young now falling all the way to minus eight hundred and Will Levis like plus four hundred plus five hundred. Tell me y'all's thoughts about you no know, this line movement. Does this sway you in any any type of manner? I let me let me start with you and then we'll go Brandon and Jay Rich. Uh, honestly, not really. I think it's I think it's fun to talk about but at the end of the day Bryce Young will be the number one pick right I mean I think that's I think that's what it ultimately it'll ultimately come to I have an opinion about Bryce Young being the number one pick but um was you know I think CJ Stroud should be the number one pick but that's just me uh but anyways but that's that's neither here nor there uh I I just think ultimately it's it's a lot of it's a lot of smoke and I think for all intents and purposes Will Levis will probably be the number two pick that's what you know. That's that's one thing that we're we're seeing you know more traction on than anything else. But uh, but yeah, that Bryce Young will be number one once all said and done. You know, it has these weird, and I said this in the Discord this morning. It has those weird Paulo Bancaro vibes. Like that's what this has, right? It, that, it like it, will it happen? Probably not, right? Like I said, you're right. It, it's it's all but a more f- mere formality. But it has those Paulo vibes, right? Like. The, the sudden quick steam off a random post 
And all of a sudden, Paolo went from what was it, like 10 to 1 to all of a sudden he became like the instant favorite in like four hours. That's just how this feels. Now, whether or not you want to go burn money and toss it into Will Levis, hey, that's fine. You know, if you feel like you want to jump on the stonk string, go throw 10 bucks. <laughs> it's still, it's still, what, what is it right now? Is it plus 400? Plus 400. Plus 400 on DK. Um, so, I mean, you still got, I mean, there's still some room to, you know, make some money on it, but for all intents and purposes, it's Bryce Young, number one. Yeah, I think it's funny. You know, it's just this Reddit post comes out. He's telling friends and family he's apparently going to Carolina, and people are like, okay. And then it starts to build and more retweets and posts, people talking about it. It's odd, but again, it's not one of the craziest things that's ever happened in betting either. So, is it a conspiracy? Maybe, maybe they're trying to drive the price of Bryce Young down. It's working. I don't know. But I mean, a lot of books have said they moved the line kind of because they felt that traction, not necessarily because people were putting a ton of money on Will Levis. I think there was two books that reported anything over $300, which isn't you know going to break the bank of a book anyways. But definitely very odd. And I think to Ice point, he probably does go number two, unless you know we see what happens with Houston. But it seems like he could be the number two pick when he was maybe in the top 10 a few days ago. Let's talk about these these draft bets now, man. So the first section of our bets that we want to touch on is you know, pick number props. So basically where you think a particular player is going to go specific, like specifically to that number of picks. So I'll start first. My prop that I liked a lot was Jalen Carter going number five to Seattle. When I got it, I got it on an offshore book called XBet because I'm in Texas. Texas sucks. So I can only use like XBet, Bovada, and some other bet uh, sources. Of, Tell them uh, where else my, they can find bet. you, G. <laughs> 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 but I got it at plus 500 this morning. I think now it's at plus 400. But I really like Jalen Collard in number two, Seattle, a lot. I, and I know we've been hearing about Seattle may possibly going QB. I, I understand the 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 Geno Smith deal is pretty much a one year is. It's pretty much a one-year bet every year, so they could get out of out of it next year. They could draft someone like a rich, you know, be be there for a year to kind of sit and watch. I mean, if you're drafting a quarterback that high, you're not expecting them to sit and watch for a full year. That's just not how the NFL works these days. So, for me, I think Seattle, you know, rides the ship with with Geno for probably two more years. So, why not go get the the best interior D lineman in the draft with with Jalen Carter for someone that's was supposed to go top two before the you know the the incident with the car crash that that took a couple player uh, a player and a staff member's life. That's where I'm leaning towards is Jalen Carter number five. Yeah, just, Gene, just I, real quick, uh, it's even money right now on, on DraftKings, so that's probably Oof. that's probably a lock. So congratulations. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so money on well, for the number five. Yeah. Pick. So on 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 Fanduel. It's plus two fifty, but yeah. Um, thank you for that update. I, I, I I'm uh, thankful. <laughs> Jay Rich, what you got? So it's funny. I was really looking at a Levis play here. I really wanted it, but I don't think I could do it. I think if I was to pick anything, I would be taking C.J. Stroud to go to Indy at four. That to me just seems like if he doesn't end up there, I'd be shocked. But there are reports that. You know, they're comfortable just sitting where they are and seeing what happens. And so if someone jumps them at three, then all of a sudden he's probably not going to be there because I don't think a team would be jumping up for a rich, but I could be surprised. And then, of course, there's still where does Levis go? Does he go to or is he still on the board for the Colts? But just with the connections that we've seen with Indy and Stroud from the very beginning, I think he would fit in that system very, very well. And if he was available, I think they would have to take him. And with him sliding a bit, they may be able just to sit pat and take him at four. Okay. Brandon? Uh, one, the one that kind of stuck out to me, and I, I know this would be a fantasy dream for some folks, but it's Bijan Robinson at number eight. He's currently two to one. He's currently two to one to go to the Falcons. Um, would it be their – is it their most – pressing need? Absolutely not. We, we know that they're, they've got far other needs, but – it seems like all of the rumors and all the smoke is pushing towards Bijan. And the general manager came out and said that they were going to add to that room. Why not add one of probably the top 15 graded players in, in this draft there? I mean, again, it's probably not the right NFL play. Fantasy-wise, people are going to eat it up. 
right? Because they run the football time, like they're going to eat it up in that offense. Um, but yeah, I think that's one that at two to one, it's pretty solid still. I think you can make, you can make at least some good money off of that one. Yeah. And, uh, just note about him being a top 15 player. Uh, I, Daniel Jeremiah, who's, who's very like, you know, well respected in the industry and with his rankings has him ranked as the number three overall player. And so, um, Bijan, I don't think Bijan's going to, you know, get out of the top 10, get out of the top 10, in my opinion. I think if he doesn't go to the Falcons, he'll probably go to the Eagles, um, at 10, um, because the Eagles have, they have multiple first round picks and they can definitely, um, add to their running back room as well. So that, that, that makes a lot of sense. But I have a long shot here that may blow some people's hair, hair back. I don't have any hair up top, but you guys do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the number six draft pick, and that belongs to the Detroit Lions. They have two first-round picks. So I'm looking at Anthony Richardson at plus 1,000. Plus 1,000. Talk, talk to us one. about this one. Now, okay. the Lions, now the Lions they, have, they have a really good roster that, that may be ready to, to do some things this year. You know, Obviously, Aaron Rodgers got, just got traded. So that's a clear path for the Lions uh, to, to, you know, to make some noise. Um, but... How 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 often does a team like that have an opportunity to draft in the top ten and get a quarterback, or have you know all these quarterback prospects you know readily you know available at their disposal? Not very often. I mean, when you know we're expecting the Lions to be really really good over the next couple of years based on how they've you know constructed that roster, and plus they have another first round pick at number eighteen. So why not grab your quarterback of the future when you have an opportunity to do it? And Anthony Richardson is probably going to be the you know the, the guy that's available there for them because you know we'll see we'll see Bryce Young go we'll see CJ Stroud go we'll more than likely see Will Levis go before their pick number six overall I think you can definitely do a little sprinkle on Anthony Anthony Richardson at plus a thousand he's seventeen to one on DK oh seventeen to one I'm looking at a I'm looking no at no a, I see him at ten to one yeah it's oh, ten, to one. 10, 10 to one yeah. six number yeah. six number six, six draft pick okay. Yeah. Oh, I see him as to the Lions at yeah. seventeen to one. So maybe a little bit better value if you really believe he's going to be at uh, six to the Lions. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that kind of takes so, out the six. Or it you does. Can double dip. It does. Yeah, you could. I know. So I'd like the A Rich. I know. Shoot. I know we in the Discord earlier this year. I know we have been hyping up like Detroit. They should you know go swing the port of fences and you know get your quarterback of the future because Goff is pretty much on a one year deal left. So it'd be really telling what they do, but I, we saw them je- uh, trade away Jeff Okuda because they didn't have any interest in paying him because he's coming up. So you don't think you don't think with their number six pick that they don't have a chance to you know get one of those corners with Witherspoon or or Gonzalez, or you're just like just swing. I know it's a long shot for you, but in terms of you know weighing that that the quarterback need uh, cornerback need, and then you have. You know the the wish the wishful thinking of you know let's go get our quarterback in the future. How much of that's when you're weighed in in your decision to like hey I I rather you know sprinkle a thousand on on a rich. Well, I mean again, like I mentioned, they have another first round pick at number eighteen. They can get a cornerback there. Yeah. Right. I mean Joey Por- Joey Porter Jr. may still be available at that point. You can you can draft him. So th- there's other guys in the kind of the middle of the back half of the first round that they that they should that they could be happy with. And so that that also factors in, but um, but again, like they're number six overall, they're not going to get this opportunity for quite a while if if yeah. you know everything goes according to plan in Detroit. I, I agree. He's only that. the, he's only the most right. athletic quarterback of all time. I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, the next set of you no know, bets that I want to talk about is draft position props. So this is basically. Said player is going over or under this number in, in terms of draft position in the in the first round. So, so it's it's funny that my the one that I highlight is the would be going against what Brandon talked about earlier with Bijan, which would be I have Bijan going over twelve and a half uh, plus one twenty on Fanduel right now. My thinking is that Atlanta does the far, the smart uh, smart drafting here and and they go get a defender or offensive lineman. They just don't do running back like you can. You don't need to get another offensive weapon for a team that I'm assuming they think they're on the brinks because we've seen them load up on defense d- during this uh, whole free agency period. They've gotten a bunch of bunch of veterans that can that that's going to be good on their defense. So 
I understand the logic of like, hey, let's go get the best running back. You know, the best running back that's this came out since, you know, Saquon or whoever you want to, Jonathan Taylor, whoever you want to name, and just, you know, run the ball 50 times and see what happens. But I think Tyler Algeria looked really good, man. Like he snuck up with a thousand yards and you didn't even you didn't even know it. Because you had Cordero Patterson in the backfield. Uh, you had the one the one week wonder of Mike Davis before they found out that he's he's not good at all. Um, so, oh, oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, so I think if you're gonna just you know run you know two tight end sets, pretty much majority of the game, you know just run with Tyler Algier, you know let him suck up those soak up those carries, and you go you know tool up your defense or tool up somewhere else that you need help. Um, if you're really gonna vie for this for this division. Um, especially when you just traded for Jonu Smith. So you're already telling us that you're going to be playing two tight ends a lot. <laughs> so that's my opinion. What do y'all think? What, did you, what do y'all got? I like it. I think it's. I think that um, everything you said, Gene, there makes a lot of sense. But I do want to talk to you guys about Zay Flowers because his draft, sl- draft line is so difficult for me. 22 and a half, he has to go to the Chargers or to a worse team. And then you have the Ravens and this little run of receivers. But did you see the report come out that like a lot of people, or at least there's a handful of people who believe he doesn't make it out of the top 20. And it sounds crazy because his line is 22 and a half. But I think part of what makes me want to take this line, because you get plus 140 to the under, we've seen receivers go higher than they should. And they just keep going higher than they should. And this seems like the first year, maybe that's not going to happen. But if it does, he seems like he would be the guy who gets overdrafted in some people's eyes. Like a lot of people say, it's JSN locked in at one, but the only one who's going to challenge him is someone who loves Zay. And so for me, that's the big that's the big difference. But I really like the plus one forty. Would you guys ride the under on the twenty two and a half for Zay Flowers? What'd you say the under was? Brandon, you're making the worst face. You're making the worst face, Brandon. Twenty two and a half draft slot. Because I don't think he goes. Because I, I don't think he goes over. I think it stays under. I mean, I that's not what the people's money's on the over. Yeah, because they think that he's going to go to the Giants. That's you know <laughs> one of the most expected spots, right? The Giants is right. Is that's the, they, they love their slot. They love their slot. And they t- and they brought him in for a wow. top thirty visit. So yep. I get it. And I mean, they've got five. They, what's one more five nine wide receiver? That wide receiver, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Do they even have a five nine wide receiver you. over five ten? Hodgins, outside yeah. of Hodgins, like who, who's the other guy outside of over five ten? <laughs> Is Wandell over five ten? I don't know. No, he's no. five seven. No, yeah, he's yeah. midget. Sterling Shepard five nine. Like you just run them off. You know, Paris Campbell five nine, five ten. Just... It is your prototypical like best ball like wide receiver core. It is. It really is. <laughs> it really is. It's literally like you're round 15 and later. Like you're like, oh, yeah, I'll take a Paris Campbell. Oh, yeah, I'll take a, a Darius Slayton. Oh, yeah, I'll take a Sterling Shepard. And they're all in the same wide receiver room now. Um, I like the under. There's just too many teams that are going to probably be sniffing around. You know, Patriots have been linked. The Ravens need another wide receiver. They're going to want to get another wide receiver. I mean, I don't know what you're doing with that group. Oh, God. Chargers, Chargers could go that route if you know they don't want to go the tight end route. Like, and they can be Addison or Bus too. Yeah, they only brought in Addison for a top thirty visit, which is pretty big. Yeah, that oh. is really big. And then there's also the X factor of somebody moving up, All right? Like that that yeah. that's the range where you start to see some of the the haywire trades, where you know trade up to twenty or twenty one, give up a second and a fifth kind of deal, like. Somebody believes in him, like Kansas City, Buffalo, like they know that they need a wide receiver. Addison went off the board. I mean, Seattle could trade back right there at twenty. Like that's a prime trade back yeah. spot. Um, you know, for me, I, I mean, it's it's. I think it's close. I think it's really close in terms of that line. You get you like you said. There's a lot of teams in that that nineteen to twenty five range are all looking for a wide receiver. So. Yep. That that's a that's a pretty good line. I for me, I, I want to say it goes I actually I actually want to say it goes under also because I don't know who else they're gonna take if it's not Addison. 
And I haven't even, and really, I haven't even really seen Addison go above 22 in like a lot of these mocks either lately. He's been going behind Zay. So yeah. I'm assuming that if we're going to see, if we're going to see two, you know, before 22, 23, I think a lot of people are leaning towards Zay. So I kind of, I kind of like the under also. Yeah. 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 I'm with you guys there. Um, but the, the one I want to talk about is uh, Quentin Johnston under 26 and a half at plus 130. Yesterday it was plus 140. So it's 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 kind of moved a little bit. Yeah. So there's a little bit of traction there. Um, and you just made a good point, Gene. That 19 to 25 range, it's kind of the sweet spot for wide receivers. You're going to probably see a wide receiver run in that range, um, especially like the Chargers, Baltimore, Minnesota, all back to back need wide receivers. Right. And especially Baltimore. Oh, God. Oh, God. Baltimore needs receivers. So in the worst way. Um, I, I I think that was, that's probably his most likely landing spot because of, he's got the prototypical size of an X receiver, huge catch radius um, on playerprofiler.com. He's an 89th percentile catch radius. Um, he's got a 98th percentile burst score. So he's super explosive after the catch. Um, and Baltimore could use a guy like that. Um, so and then, you know, obviously the Chargers have Mike Williams and they'd be the, they basically be the Spider-Man meme. So I don't know if that would I don't know how that would work out. Um, and then Minnesota, Minnesota is also a good landing spot for him. So you see a bunch of those teams and who knows, maybe a, maybe a team that's in the back half of the first round or the, the back, you know, third of the first round, like Kansas City could trade up to get a receiver because, you know, receivers is, is a need of theirs as well. Um, they can creep into that, you know, 24 to 26 range uh, to get a receiver. So there's there's a lot of possibilities on the table, but I think Quentin Johnson is a good bet under 26 and a half. What do you guys think? Mm. I don't That's know. The one I kind of, I kind of want to go over. I'm kind of, I kind of want to go over. It's a sweaty. Here's the thing: is is both Zay and Quint Johnson lines are very sweaty. Like you're gonna be sweating them out. It's not. There's no slam dunk on either way. But the problem yeah. is, is Zay's in every first buddy's first round. Yeah. Quint Johnson's yeah. not. Yeah. He starts yeah, to He seems like he's a coin flip guy. And, you know, the more yeah. we see some of these DTs might be available late, some back-end offensive linemen. When you get those guys creeping up, uh, Gibbs, I just don't feel Gibbs. good about QJ. Gibbs, yeah, it Gibbs seems like Gibbs becoming, is going to be a first-rounder, almost locked in. I mean, when you Hooker's start pretty like, much locked in in terms of odds. When you start to think about QJ like, what we're past, QJ was the one guy that I noticed was the dude that kept sliding out of all of the NFL mocks. Once Hooker yeah. and Gibbs are starting to slowly, because the reality is there's only 31 picks this year. Yeah. So with there being 31 picks, like there's got to be somebody who falls. And ultimately, I think QJ has been kind of the consensus one. Now, whether that's justified or not, who knows? It only takes one team to believe in him, right? I I, I just think that 26, that's what the Cowboys would no. even. It's like Cowboys, <laughs> Bills, G- Bengals, G- like this. <laughs> He's like, don't do it. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. It's not, he ain't going to be a cowboy. He ain't going to be a cowboy. Yeah, don't can, do I, that. I think we can confidently, <laughs> confidently say that he's not going to be a cowboy. Um, but, you know, that like these are like those are the picks. Like, when you like, could the Giants take him at 25? Yeah, probably. They are the suckers like, right there. Like, they're that's, the, like they are. I think, I, think that's, I think that's what you're banking on, which is the problem is that you need Addison to be gone. You need Zay to be gone. Obviously, JSN gone, and the Giants are like, Oh no, Emmanuel Forbes is also gone. Who is their yeah. backup cornerback? Like that they no. needed to get if everything fell apart, and they're just staring Julius, down QJ. Yeah, Julius like, Brents is gone. Damn it, Michael Mayer's gone. Yeah. Michael Mayer's gone. Pull the trigger, yeah. Because yeah. that's another one. Because the Giants have been like late, late last minute, like looking at is Michael Mayer, and it's just like really Cowboys oh, hop the, with the Jacksonville yeah. pick and bam. Yeah, I think, those, I think those first two tight ends will probably be gone before the Giants get there. Like the Chargers, um, Green Bay. Green Bay can mess around and get a tight end. Dalton Kincaid. But they're gonna go up now. They're getting. They're gonna go O line. I think. Remember, they swapped first. I would hope. I would hope so because yeah, they swapped with the Jets for a tight end. It's early, but I mean, I've seen mocks uh, where he's 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 mocked that early to what yeah. If, yeah, I, yeah I've, what? Don Kincaid, Don Kincaid's a top ten player according to Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah as well. I mean, he's, well, what if JSN goes there? He could goes that's, where that's to the Green Bay. Green Bay to Green Bay. What is, oh, yeah. what, what is um what is his line twelve and a half? 
over there. Uh, heavy yeah, I believe juice it's 12 to the over. over. Heavy juice heavy. to the over. Yeah, yeah, I don't think anybody's like, coming up. I don't. They, people I don't think are basically saying up. it's Houston or nobody. Like, what about, yeah, what about Houston? Of, they could, it but it seems like that but they don't have a quarterback. team that if, was if out they don't there go quarterback. If they don't go Will yeah. Anderson or Tyree Wilson, then it would make sense for them to go JSN, right? So, yeah. Although I've read, yeah. I've read a lot of stuff or listened to a lot of stuff from the athletic pod, the athletic football pod, and they're really in on John Mechie this year. So if, really? if the Texans are really in on John Mechie and you have JSN, you kind of almost have somewhat of a similar, like they play out of the same spot. So would they yeah. even want to take JSN? You know what they maybe they would go J. Maybe that's the spot, the the secret QJ spot. Maybe that's the oh the guy. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Listen, who saw? I mean, we did see, we did, saw? we did see, we did see Henry Ruggs a couple years ago go number, number right. It, 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 it yeah, happens, before right? CD Lamb. Yeah, it always happens, right? There's yeah. the uh, what was it last year? Olave went ahead of uh, pretty much everybody. Yeah, he right. He got traded up for like, like I'm not trying yeah. to compare the two of them, but the point being is that somebody comes up and takes somebody early in the early teens that you're just you're sitting there scratching your head. Jay, so could that be, be? It's gonna be Jalen Hyatt this year. Jalen Hyatt. He's gonna go in the, oh, in the teens. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Seven to the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Seven to the Raiders. <laughs> we got. Hey, we got to get he's, the speedster. He's plus. They saw that twenty-four and a half miles an hour at the forty, and they were like, <laughs> "We're back in, baby." <laughs> he was plus two fifty to go in the first round. So I'm just saying, he yeah, he's gonna, he might be that guy. He might be that guy this now, year. He's that little girl with the cotton candy beam. Right, like just ah. yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Ah. Speed. Oh man. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's up, everybody? It's Ike from Off the Line Fantasy Football. I'm excited to announce that Destination Devi is partnering with Underdog Fantasy for the 2023 season. There's no better way to put your skills to the test against me and other top fantasy football analysts this offseason. But here's the best part. If you use promo code OTLFF when signing up, you'll get a 100% deposit match of up to $100. And if you deposit $10, you'll get access to strategize with us in the Destination Devi Discord. Now, why is this important? You get additional stats, additional tips, and much more to dominate your drafts. And plus, and you know, we got all the information. We got all of the EDU for you. So what are you waiting for? Head over to underdogfantasy.com, sign up, and let's make this season one for the books. All right. Uh, so the next <laughs> props, I mean, this might be quick. Top 10. Did we see any top 10 props that were interesting? I thought top 10 was pretty much, I didn't think there was any value with players that might go in the top 10. Um it looked all juiced out. Uh, Nolan Smith at plus one ten. I'm seeing kind of reports of that. Yeah, I like Nolan Philly. Smith. Philly is yeah. probably the spot for yeah. So yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Them going there. That's the Luke, only one Luke that I was in, maybe looking at. But Van Ness is Luca Van Ness. But maybe, maybe he seems. To I think that's a super reach. Stuff. I don't. That's a reach. I don't. I don't yeah, get it. I don't get. I don't get it. Outside of that, I don't really see. I don't see anything. I think everything else is kind of priced. You got Bijan minus one ten. Christian Gonzalez you, minus but JSN eight fifty. If the Bears I mean, really throw, want you them, could, you, you could throw a little 10, 20 spot on it. Nothing, nothing to hurt there. But I don't. I mean, I don't think it's smart. But yeah, it, you'll spend five dollars somewhere else in a worse spot. Yeah. What if it? What <laughs> yeah, if Atlanta? True. What if Atlanta decides to draft them? That'd be that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Just to Dude, not use them. It would be why not, bro? It'd be. It'll be I, people would be going crazy just being pissed because they know <laughs> he'd be out there like getting two targets a game with Pitts yeah. getting three targets. My a game Kyle Pitts, you know, no, yeah. and Johnny Smith, Johnny Smith getting eight targets a game or some nonsense like that. Man, it'd be something yeah. stupid. 
Yeah. You know that cl- they hear that clicking sound. That's everybody putting Kyle Pitts on the trade block in their fantasy leagues. Yeah. That I'm done. We're 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 finished. It's over. Two years in a row. It's over. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, right around one right underneath each other. Yeah. Exactly. It's over. All right. Top thirty-two. Was there anything intriguing there? Again, I didn't see anything. No. Uh, for me, it was just looking to see what Hendon Hooker's line was, and it's it's already juiced to the yeah. under. So it's he's yeah. he's basically. Yeah. Seems like he's going to be a first round pick. Seems like he's going to be a first yeah. round pick. But yeah, you know, I couldn't bet on that I mean, a month ago. Even, so even Gibbs, I know we're teetering on Gibbs. Gibbs is a minus 205 now. I mean, he's got it's, it's over. Like, there's no yeah. point. Yeah, that's no thanks. Yeah, yeah. Hooker is uh, minus 175 now. It's too much juice. Yeah. What, what about, about the what about D-line Darnell from- Washington plus 105? He's slipping. He's another one. He's like QJ, right? Hooker and Gibbs yeah. are going up. Yeah. Wash and yeah, I don't I don't see too many of him um in in mocks these days either. So he's yeah, seems like it's Bengals or he's plus one oh five. Plus one oh five is like almost even money. Yeah, that's he's probably like pick 34, 35. Like if there was a 30 second pick, maybe. Yeah. The fact that there's one less first rounder, that makes a huge difference this year. Yeah. All right. One one person just quick. What about the the defensive lineman from from Northwestern, the Nigerian that killed, you know, just destroyed the combine plus one sixty. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, I, just, I just had to ask, man. I, I I just had to ask. You know, I had to my Nigerian. If it was plus six, I had to I had to ask. It was plus six ten. I'll sprinkle plus one sixty. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not not enough not enough for you. I feel you. I understand. All right, positional. Totals. I know me, I we we combined. I know we already talked about it before we even hopped on that we had the same one. I thought it was a little worth it, even though we've kind of talked about it already. Was first round running backs under one one and a half at plus one sixty on DK. I thought that was pretty good value. We talked about Gibbs. We've seen him kind of teetering between the very end of the first round and beginning of the second. So I mean, for me, I'll take my chances on it and, and see what happens. I don't yeah. I mean it is. At this point, like we've already said, it is pretty much Bengals or bust. I don't see anybody else even inter- that would entertain a running back unless they trade up. Um, Kansas City. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why you would. Uh, oh my god! You know how crazy Twitter would be if Kansas City goes and drafts him Give at the, 31. Up, but hey, at least be, at least they won't be getting. Um, they won't be drafting a you know a, a Ceh over Jonathan uh-huh. Taylor again. It's <laughs> You see Brandon, you see he, he's flapping the wings. He's talking about the Eagles at 30. It's possible. It's possible. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's possible. I mean, it, why not, right? Like they've been linked to get yeah. and They've been linked in the rumors this week of Derrick Henry. They've been yeah. linked with Bijan. Like, they don't necessarily need somebody to be a three-down plotter. Like, why not bring in a Gibbs to go alongside Gainwell and Boston Scott? He's going to have a lot, of, a lot of wide running lanes, wide open running lanes, because Jalen Hurts is going to be freezing linebackers, and that's going to be a, a great fit if he goes there. Scary fit, but too. I still think – I mean, I, I, it's a scary fit. I just think they're going to personally trade out of that pick. They don't have a fourth, fifth, or yep. sixth rounder. They need draft capital. Yep. yep. Yeah, but if they were there, yeah. that's, a, that's a guy that I, I could totally see it being the, the luxury selection. Yeah, I'll definitely co-sign with you there, Brandon, because I know Philly, I mean, they're pretty much capped out and they got bodies that have to fill on that roster. So it, it wouldn't make sense for them to trade out that pick to get some more. You got anything, Jay Rich, about about the uh, first round running back under one and a half? I don't think I could do it. I I think I believe the steam. <laughs> I think I believe the steam, Gene. I'm sorry. I think I've just bought into the hype train. It's disgusting. First round running backs. No, thank you. No, Amen. thank you. Take a DB. <laughs> yeah. Take a take a go- take a center for all I care. You're probably still getting better value than taking a running back. But I, I think I believe it. He, he does deserve it. He's a, he's a very talented back. I didn't think it ever happened, but if we get there, we get there. That'd be dope for him. I'd be happy to see it. Yep. Does anybody else have any positional totals that they they're interested in here? I didn't really see anything for me. I didn't really see anything else. Would you lay the juice on wide receivers at minus one twenty five to go over four or over three and a half? Sorry, I've got uh, minus. I got minus one twenty on Fliff. How many? How many first oh, round well, wide receivers you got? You got JSN. 
right? This way. He's a lock. You got Zay. Yeah. Would you lock him in? I'd lock Zay in. Okay. QJ. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll lock him. <laughs> I'm locking him in. I'll lock okay. him in. Brandon is not maybe saying anything. Really maybe thinking about before. it. Before then, we got uh, Addison, Addison too. We got maybe is five, it, three it, and a half. It's gonna be close. Jalen Hyatt is close. Jalen Hyatt is gonna break it. <laughs> but <laughs> the question is, is like, draft Jalen Hyatt. It's tough. You you mark that. You mark that down. Somebody is going to draft him in the first round because of his speed. Sure. Because of his yeah, speed. it's it's the speed, man. You speed kills in the year. NFL. You see it every year. Two fifty. Yeah. Can I can, can I bet Jonathan Mingo to go in the first round? Man, there's some weird ones here. I'm flipping. Mm. I'm looking. I know. At I, know you, I know you were like. One. I know you like that one, Jay Rich. I know Only you like four that one. To one. Not a good number though. He should be like fifty to one. <laughs> You're right. Fucking Twitter's <laughs> been talking about him too much. Uh. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on then. Uh, no, let's go to the positional props. Does anybody got any quarter? Just any of them: quarterback, running back, wide receiver, O line, corner, D line. Anybody got anything interesting? No, I didn't look at that one too much. Nope. Nope. Uh, it's not much there. Yeah, I didn't really like any of them either, honestly. All right, so let's go to the team draft props because I know we, we there were some. People like those ones. So, Ike, let me let you go first because you know you had to, you had the home team on there. So, I'm gonna let you talk about that one. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I saw like the the positions that the the Cowboys were were favored to take with their first pick. Running back was plus 175. Tight end was plus 200. But offensive line and defensive line slash edge rusher are both plus 450. So, I would I would prefer those honestly. Um, I think those are the more likely scenarios and more likely picks. Um, for the Cowboys, uh, I don't think they're gonna go with Jameer Gibbs at 26. I don't think they're gonna gonna go with you know Michael Meyer or Dalton Kincaid at 26 at tight end because they'll probably both be gone, um, Mayer and Kincaid. Um, but the offensive linemen, we we have Steve Avila, um, and for defensive linemen, we got you know you know Will McDonald um, from Iowa State. So I mean, those two guys right there are are or should be prime targets for the Cowboys at 26. Um, should they not trade back? And so I think those those two, you know, those two groupings are probably more likely um, for me. And I'm going to do a little sprinkling on those two. Brandon. Um, I ain't re- I've got a few couple that stuck out to me. First pick Bengals offensive line plus 400. They, they need offensive line. Jonah Williams is out after this year. They need to start building that line in for a borough. Um, if, you know, mayor and say Kincaid are gone already. I mean, I could see them going somewhere, going a totally different direction. Um, these are all like small sprinkles here. Uh, Ravens first pick plus 200. We talked about it earlier. They need a wide receiver in the worst way. They could consider that they are plus 200 good value. Chargers plus 300 for tight end. I know they've been linked to Addison, but again, they need, they've been talked about with a tight end. I thought there was some value there. Super long shot here. First pick Washington Commanders quarterback plus 1100. There's my. Uh, hmm. There's Is the it corner or quarter. Quarter, as in quarter. quarterback. The quarterback. Okay. Um, I think it's a spot where they're at 16. Where you know, let's just say somebody starts to slip. I could totally see them picking picking the speed in the right spot to maybe trade up. Maybe they're the Anthony Richardson, you know, dark horse. Uh, they do have new ownership, so they are going to invest some money here. Uh, again, mm-hmm. don't don't be going and throwing your hundred dollar bill on it. <laughs> but oh, yeah, 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 ten bu- yeah. for ten bucks at eleven to one, that's that's some good. That's a good return that I'd be I'm okay with. Right, it's a dark horse stab. Um, two yeah. other ones that I saw were Vikings quarterback plus four hundred. We know that Hendon Hooker and A. Rich have both been linked to my to Minnesota. They've been linked in trading up. Four to one seems like a pretty good spot. And then the last one I have is. Saints first pick wide receiver plus six fifty. They're down there at twenty nine. That could be could be a spot. I'm not sure who, but QJ could be the QJ landing spot. Could be the Jalen Hyatt. <laughs> maybe that's oh the Jalen Hyatt landing spot, right? Yeah, maybe that's the oh Jalen Hyatt landing spot to go alongside Olave. Um, again, plus six fifty. It, it's not the worst thing to sprinkle on down there. Hey, hey, don't don't disrespect Rashid Shahid. Don't disrespect Rafi Shahid. 
Yeah, that's J- I know Jay Rich likes likes that man. Brandon, I don't know. I don't know where your head's at, man. I got to be honest. You talked about the Saints a lot. Um, my pick is the Saints to take a defensive lineman or edge rusher at plus 130. And um, because I actually paid attention to what happened, they lost David Onyemana, they lost Shai Tuttle, and they lost Mark Davenport. Three defensive linemen all in the offseason to teams. Now they did bring in some guy, Kalen Saunders, never heard of him. And Andy Dalton, who left for them, another defensive end. No one really that notable. Some random guy that they lost to Philly. The point is, Brandon, five defensive linemen. How many did they bring in? They brought in one. They build within the trenches. They often take defensive linemen, Marcus Davenport. They take Peyton Turner. They take all these different guys, offensive line, defensive line. That's where they will live. They got this pick because they need a defensive tackle. They knew that they're going to take one. And they're mocked to them every single time because that's what they need. They need defensive linemen. And at plus money, we'll take that bet all day long. That's cool. I feel you. I feel you there. I, I had one right, more. Me. I, real quick, before you go, right, Gene, go I had one more. Vikings at plus 175 to pick a wide receiver. I think we talked about that earlier. Um, yep. Yep. Either Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnston, uh, whoever whoever's there. Maybe Jalen Hyatt. going to keep talking about Jalen Hyatt. We're going to beat this Jalen Hyatt <laughs> horse until, until he gets drafted in the first round oh, God. on Thursday night. So, uh, but yeah. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Gene. All right. For me... I had the Raiders first pick cornerback plus 115 on DK. Again, like I've said at the beginning, I've been seeing corners just being linked to the Raiders. This is something that they desperately need. I mean, we saw them. They were just giving up the cheeks last year early and often. Didn't have to pay for nothing. You just had to show up and they just, you know, gave you what you needed and you were able to get (laughs) up out of there. So let me go <laughs> let me go with my plus one fifteen. Um anybody got any objections to that one? <laughs> I, I, can't. No, I can't I can't no comment. <laughs> this gave you what you needed. Sorry. <laughs> it's supposed to be family programming. Family programming, Gene. Oh, you got a baby. Woo. Hey man. Hey. You gotta teach oh them at some point, you know. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. I don't have. I don't have anything else to add to that. I mean, how, I mean, how can you talk that? You said you, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to long shots and draft parlays for for these draft props. I'm gonna go first. I saw on FanDuel. I thought this was really interesting. I saw a parlay, a draft parlay, where it had. Jason, first running uh, wide receiver drafted. Will Anderson, first D, D lineman drafted. And Peter Skoronsky, Skoronsky, first offensive line drafted, plus 700 on FanDuel. The only one I feel like I'm going to be sweating. Well, shoot, let me take that back. I feel like I'm going to be sweating two of them. Yeah. But more. Yeah, that's the, one I'm, the one I'm really going to sweat the whole is that thing. Will, is that what, yeah. That, that, that Will Anderson is a little, it's gotten me a little itchy. Within like the past six hours, with, with you know, with Wilson just kind of creeping up in this Kronsky, a lot of people are looking at him as guard, and you don't draft guards high. You're taking tackles first, so we'll see. Whoever drafts him, I would assume they're gonna move, they're gonna play him at tackle. But I'm, I guess I'm gonna be crossing my fingers now after like really thinking about this. But I still like I like the odds. So plus seven hundred, Vandal, Jay Rich. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's scary. I was looking at some of those today as well. And it's just <laughs> it, even now with the Levis news, it's like, oh, I don't even want to take one that has Bryce at one in it. Like just I'm just staying away. But it's all of those ones are tough. Like this whole Tyree Wilson buzz is just I, I can't deal it's with weird. it. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. And it's getting stronger. And that's why all these like what back when it was, you know, you could get a Will Anderson First, D- then Devin Witherspoon to be the first cornerback. It's like, okay, well, that's probably going to happen. And then we felt good about Will. And But you just, every minute things are changing. So it makes it so hard. I don't have any parlays myself. I was looking at some of the JSN ones. I just couldn't quite get there. Even between Skaronsky and Paris. That one for me is a toss-up yeah. too. And so it's, it's difficult mm-hmm. to take some of these parlays. But Ike, do you have anything you've been looking at? One that I may consider looking at I, I didn't really have one particularly either but um one that i that i that, that caught my eye and it seems like it's th- this would be like a parlay that would just basically it extinguish all those fires 
that we're seeing. And it would just be chalk. It, this would be like basic chalk, right? It would be Bryce Young, at the first player drafted, Tyree Wilson, the second player drafted, and Will Anderson, the third player drafted. So this assumes no trades, no trade-ups. Um, yeah. Everybody stands pat where they're at. Because that's, that's also a possibility. You can see all these people, oh, we're taking calls for the second pick. We're taking calls for the third pick. And then when it comes up, when, it, when it's all said and done, nothing's, you know, no, no trades are agreed to and everybody just stands where they're at. We've seen that happen before in, in, uh, on draft night. Um, and that that parlay combination is plus 650 on, on DraftKings. So it's it's a possibility that the, that, that that could take place. That's one thing that that caught my eye, but I'm not going to play it personally. Or if, if I find it anywhere, I'm probably not going to play it. But it's one that, that kind of caught my eye. And to your point, Jay Rich, I mean, things change literally every second. We saw Trayvon Walker go number one overall last year. Didn't didn't expect that to happen until like the final hour. And then he was he, he was the odds on favorite. So um, a lot of things can change. But um, Bryce Young and Tyree Wilson and then Will Anderson, one, two, three, that that could happen. That could definitely happen. And I've seen that. I've seen it mocked that way, you know, countless times, you know, without the Will Levis stuff, without, you know, the CJ Stroud, all that. So we'll see. Brandon, you got anything? Yeah, I got a few. Um, one that I, I like, I, I think first two quarterbacks, Bryce, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, plus two seventy five. I think the Will the Will uh, Levis quarterback spoke screen is, is. I think if Stroud is there at four, if we're talking about Ike, we're talking about the uh, Bryce Young at one, Tyree Wilson two, Will Anderson three. That scenario, I think the Colts would definitely take CJ Stroud over her. Will Levis, I just, that just seems seems more likely. So if that's the case, give me that at plus two seventy five. Um, another another one I liked was a was a Flowers for his wide receiver plus five fifty. Um, there's enough smoke there that it could happen, and you could correlate it too by taking JSN as the second wide receiver at plus four hundred. So you could you can almost double because there's almost no real scenario where people are probably going to take Jordan Addison over. JSN. I, I don't really see a scenario. So if you want to go that route, you could take those two. Um, and then the one that I thought was interesting, maybe we could have a conversation, is Stetson Bennett, his round that he gets drafted. Hey, I was going to I was gonna talk about this one. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, so round five is plus 550. Round six is plus 450. Round seven is plus 350. Not even drafted, but I think it was like minus 105. So there is no oh value in being undrafted. That's hilarious. Jay Rich wants no parts of this. No, I'm mad because I took Stetson Bennett to get drafted in the fourth round. Hold on. Let me scroll down to my oldest bet. Oh, my A Rich first quarterback, Kevin Durant MVP. <laughs> Stetson Bennett's. Round five plus three fifty. Round four was Ooh. plus eight hundred, and this is before okay. he was arrested. So mm. not too happy about that. But yeah, I would probably bet sixth or seventh round, and I would probably stay away from undrafted. I think that's how I'd place that in Bennett if I did. I mean, honestly, like he has the Georgia helmet sticker, so that could push him up to at least like the, the fifth could. or sixth round. Because uh, you know how teams draft helmet stickers all the time, so. Um, and he, you know, he won national championships. He led a, you know, a, a vaunted Georgia passing attack that put seventy-five points on TCU in the college football playoff, or some. What, I don't know how many points they scored. Sixty-five, seventy, Man, whatever it was. It was a lot. A lot. lot. It was a lot of points. So I mean, you look, you never know that that fifth, sixth round. I mean, I, that's worth a sprinkle. I think. Yeah, yeah I w- that, that, that's that when it, when I saw it, I was like. Those are some kind of high odds. You could kind of play all three and probably come out profitable. Like even if you put five bucks in all yep. three, like mm-hmm. you're still walking out with something. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you yeah. get the plus three fifty, it's a little more marginal, but it's just something. I, again, I saw it and I was like, man, well, I know that there's the DUI situation, but I still think he gets drafted. I, st- I still think he gets drafted. Where I'm not guessing that. <laughs> that's not and, that, and, and that's why we brought you on i knew somebody else was going to be on that bet man there's no way that we were going to leave out this show without without talking about that stinson bennett special that they got everywhere <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've, been, I've been riding this wave since march 10th apparently 
when I was in, I'm pretty sure I was in Heisman chat. And I was like, oh, let's look at this. That's some Bennett bets. Let's ride. Take him fourth, fifth <laughs> yeah. round. Next thing you know, this guy's getting DUIs in Texas and getting arrested. You're supposed yeah. to be like the clean one, does everything right, works hard, gym rat. Right. Yeah, exactly. Those things right away. Those things. One last one that I do have. Um, Jameer Gibbs, 12 to 1 to the Eagles. Mm. I I need to dabble in that one. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. it's better than J- I mean, J- odds, right. I mean, the odds are I just five don't to see it. Five to they, one, just, man. they just don't need them. They don't. Like if you, especially, don't, especially you know? I think what makes that tougher for me to swallow is why would you pass on Bijan to take Gibbs later? That wouldn't make any sense to me. Because I don't you, think you, you got you, get, you, talent. you got an impact player at the top ten, like you know Nolan Smith or yeah. maybe Jalen Carter falls. He gets yeah, there at ten. Maybe that's a possibility, man. But if Bijan's there and you pass on him, yeah, you know Nolan Smith's great, but you still get a DT maybe back there. You take probably Brian Branch if he's available. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. better than Gibbs' favorite right now. It's Jay Rich's voice. Yeah, I Patriots. know that makes zero one. sense. That make yeah, that that's, sense. that doesn't make any sense. That would be negli- mm-hmm. that would be negligence on the roster if you do something like that. Yeah, just give the uh, the authority to his dog. Just <laughs> let him click the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have anything else before we end the show? You know, this was. An eventful one, you know. We we got the the gambling gang together talking about bets, and just this is just a preview of you know what's about to come Thursday night when we have the live stream of you know just just sitting around chopping it up, watching as the draft happens, and we give our live reactions. I'm pumped, man. That should be fun. I had I had one more. I had a uh, I had Dalton Kincaid under twenty four and a half. That was oh. even money. Now it's moved um, to where. To, uh let me see i know it moved to like minus like 110 or something like that now so i think it's not um not as not as profitable or not as enticing of a bet but you know it's the the logic is pretty simple i mean i don't think he gets past the charges at 21 i think the charges take him as top tight end top tight end what what is that what are those odds i've seen him at like plus 165 for king k top tight end because mayor's the favorite at like minus 140 I think he's gonna go top. To, he'll be he'll be the top tight end for sure. I think. Okay. Yeah, but that that was the only other. I one. thought about it though because I was like, it's one of the two, and to me, it's to me, it's a little fifty fifty. And so, if you're giving yeah. me plus odds, I'd I'd happily roll the dice there. Yeah, and over under for tight end tight ends being taken in the first round is at two. They don't have a hook. They just yeah. have two. Yeah, I know. And so, I didn't want to dabble in that. Yeah, I was like, oh, screaming, screaming, push. Yeah, no, no exactly. <laughs> it's gonna push, no, right? Like. No, no, it's push or it's the over. Like last week, I was thinking maybe it can go over two, but um, but nah. now like mm-hmm. things are kind of shaping up a little bit more. It's 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 going to be Kincaid and Meyer, and I don't think anybody else is going to go in the first round. We'll probably see somebody, you know, in the second round, or early in the second round, like a like a Luke Musgrave, and maybe that's where Darnell Washington goes. Um, they'll, they'll they'll go like probably early early to mid second, but um, but Don Kincaid and, and Meyer are locked in for the first for sure. Yeah, no, thank you on that. Um, on that that uh, two, I looked yeah. at. It, I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, let me scroll past this. This is this is nonsense. <laughs> 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 nonsense. All right, so we are at the end of the show. I appreciate my boys Jay Rich and Brandon coming on. You know, talking betting props for the NFL draft. As always, I got Ike with me, and uh, you know, I know we took the week off. You know, I had the unexpected delivery of my baby boy come congratulations early so yeah congrats appreciate to that, that man. man appreciate that man it's, uh... <laughs> yeah yeah i got you there it is thank you I got you. um yeah you know we've been we've been getting a decent amount of sleep so far so it's a it's a blessing for, for that for sure, it ain't gonna last <laughs> i know if it don't last it don't last it, it was good while it lasted so yeah um you know I'm excited for Thursday and, and the whole weekend of us, you know, getting on and just just talking football and having fun. So, and of course, we got the All Gas newsletter that comes out every Friday. So make sure y'all tap in with that. Drop seven o'clock. Brandon sends that tweet for y'all to, you know, tap into. Subscribe if you haven't. So enjoy that as we, you know, drop, you know, good information for free on the internet uh, every week. 
our underdog promo code. If you're trying to get in that best ball mania four that's about to come up after this draft, you can hit the promo code OTLFF. You know, get you a ten dollar. If you deposit ten dollars, you, you get a match up to a hundred. You get into the Discord where you know they're dropping a lot of you know underdog sheets that that drop weekly. You got people coming up with big ass spreadsheets for you. You can, you know, really organize how you want to draft. A lot of people just talking, you know, changing, exchanging ideas. So, you know, it's simple, man. Just, you know, sign up if you haven't already. Come into Discord, have fun for a year, you know, and let's try to win some money, honestly. So, Jay Rich, you got anything you want to, you know, shout out? Brandon, you got anything you want to shout out? I'm good, man. We got, like you said, Brandon with the newsletter. All you guys that do dope job on the pods will be live Thursday. I think we're live Thursday morning, Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday night, and Ray wants to do mm. Saturday. So it will be a lot uh, of waking up yep. and going to sleep with Ray G, Gene, Ike, Adam, Mike, me, Brandon, maybe. I don't know who's coming on, but it's going to be a damn good time every day. Mm-hmm. Damn good time. Uh, yeah, check out the All Gas newsletter, allgas.bibe. H-I-I-V.com. Um, it actually is going to be programming. It's actually going to come out on Sunday because we're going to do live rapid reactions from each group. So you're going to get our live takeaways from the draft. So um, Sunday morning, it'll come out. Instead of Friday, it'll come out Sunday morning, 8 a.m. right on your email doorstop. Boom. There it is. Yeah. You know, just tapping with us this weekend. It's going to be a dope time. Appreciate y'all. Jump, appreciate y'all hopping on, man. It's going to be it's going to be it's going to be fun times. Looking forward to it. Make sure y'all follow us on Off the Line FF. You can follow me on Fantasy Genius G E N E S J Rich at, at your boy J Rich. That's C H A boy J Rich. You can follow the Mister Do Everything Brandon on Twitter at B G D B G Dash C. That's D A S H C. And then of course Ike at just underscore O nine. Just underscore Ike. Come on. Yeah, underscore Ike on night, man. I don't know why, man. I mess this up like every, like, eight show. I don't know why, man. I always let you make, make it sense. through. I'm like, you know what? You do. <laughs> you do. <laughs> so I know. He's all, he he <laughs> thought, like, maybe, you know, you know, he's now a dad. He remember Madonna. Yeah. I know. <laughs> exactly. After his break about all that sleep he's been getting. <laughs> yeah. I know. And I'm over here, and my memory is tripping. All right, y'all. We'll holla at y'all on Thursday night. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whenever. Just be ready to tap in with us. Y'all be safe. Peace.